Mandy Coleman is girl on the ground as head coordinator of the Wellington Sea Shepherd Support Crew. For the last few weeks, the Taranaki Wharf has been host to another Sea Shepherd ship, the Sam Simon, and there will also be a Sea Shepherd fundraiser event at Barbadega this Saturday. So Mandy is here to tell us about the Sam Simon's next mission and what she loves about her work for the mighty Sea Shepherd movement. We are also joined by Michael Coleman, Mandy's husband and chief volunteer. Welcome to B-Side Stories on Access Radio. Mandy and Michael. Awesome. Thanks for having us. Good to to have you. Thanks for coming in. So Mandy, you've been working for Sea Shepherd Global here in Wellington. What is the main thing you you do for them here? Um, Basically we raising the funds I guess. Um, We we do stalls and um, create awareness of what Sea Shepherd's actually doing out there. Yeah. Um, And also our um, beach cleanups. Yes, huge job there. So this is a full-time volunteer role. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, it does take a lot of my time. Yeah. Um, luckily, my husband is good enough to be the money. <laughs> good on you, Michael. Yes. Oh, you got to have money to yeah. push forward yeah. what you and what you believe in. So. Yeah, no, that's amazing. Well, I was quite astounded when you told me that because I'm really aware of the work that you're doing and how much time you're putting in. Yes. How long have you been working with Sea Shepherd for? Um, we've both been working for about six years now. Wow. How did you become involved with them? Um, well, it was... I guess we've always watched Sea Shepherd and right. um, we've bought, you know, the clothing before. Right. And then we sort of decided we should get more involved and I think it was when the Steve Irwin came in, um, we decided to help out. We just sort of turned up and got thrown in it. and As, as all good volunteers yeah. do. Yeah, yeah stuck <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> still around today. <laughs> what is it that, that keeps you so passionate about your work for Sea Shepherd? Oh, I just love it. I mean... All the people we meet as well, they're all so passionate right. about it. And I just love the ocean and to save it. And like Paul Watson's famous quote, like, if the oceans die, we die. So we have to save them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, I saw some scary thing on Facebook this morning about all saltwater fish being dead by 2048. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And someone else saying this isn't a scaremonger. I mean, the realities are that, that these are some of the possibilities we've got to look forward to. Yeah, it just sort of depends on what's going to take it out, whether it's the overfishing or the um, pollution in the ocean. Yeah. There's so many things that could kill our oceans. Yeah, yeah. It's it's too big to bear, really, isn't it? Yes, it is. So how often do the Sea Shepherd ships come through Wellington? Um, well, varies really. We yeah. um, the season sort of in t- Antarctica is from December through right. to March, April. So it's any time around then they can stop in for refueling or right. So is he like their last kind of docking point before they go down to Antarctica? Um, sometimes. Yeah. Some yeah, yeah sometimes right. they um <clears throat> either bottom here or bottom of Australia. Right. Yeah, it's just sort of easier for them to get down yeah. closer. So we're really lucky to have that interaction with the boats thing and on a regular basis, aren't yeah, we? Yeah, we really are. Yeah. And I mean, they absolutely love Wellington. Yeah. <laughs> I noticed that last time. But what is it that Wellingtonians do for them, as well as, I mean, the obvious necessities? But there seems to be a good interaction. Yeah, they just love the vibe of Wellington and they love going down Cuba Street and there's lots of vegan options for them to right, eat. Right, and, right. And obviously they port right in the middle of town, so... Everything's walking distance for them, and 
it's just great. <laughs> so they really kind of get to interact with the Wellington yeah. essence, really, don't they? Yeah, a lot of them feel like they're home when they come to Wellington. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> yeah. So you seem to have a lot of support from businesses in Wellington as well that seem to be very charitable towards the Sea Shepherd. Can you name a few of those businesses? Yeah, we do. Oh, um, like All Good Bananas and... Yay! Yay! Yeah. And, um, <laughs> Go All Good! With the Karma Colas and stuff, they yeah. come down and um, donate a bit and it's it's just awesome the, the amount of stuff we can get from local business and small businesses. Yeah. It's really touching when a small business can um, bring some stuff down. That's true, Wellington Heart. Go, Wellie. That's yeah. awesome. Um, I guess also they understand the mission and they're, they're very supportive of it. Yeah, yeah, they definitely do and they, they want to see a change. Yeah. So. Good. So, then, so with the Sam Simon being docked in Wellington, what is their next mission for the ship and their crew? So they will be heading down the start of December. Um, to the Antarctic. So um, the Japanese have said they will be heading down again to yeah. um, a, count whales. So Count them this time? Count them this time. So this year at the start they were found to be, what they were doing was illegal. Um, yes. So they've said they're only going to count whales this season. So our boats will be going down to make sure that that is what they are doing. And they're also going to tie in another campaign, right? Um, called Operation Icefish. Great. Yep, to stop the poaching of our um, Antarctic and Patagonian toothfish. Wow, such a big um, job for for these guys, really. Oh, I know, yeah. and it's a needle in a haystack down there. So they, it's relentless. Yeah. <laughs> It almost feels like it is just such a, a never-ending cycle, you know, and, and I'm a very positive person and I try and see that it's, you know, we're doing good things, but as many people that seem to be doing good things and getting behind it, it just seems to be a constant dump. Do you, does the Sea Shepherd have a vision or a view for this? Well, they would, they would <clears throat> love to see the stopping of any illegal yeah. fishing and poaching in our waters and um, basically overfishing as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because it's such a fragile environment and you could easily destroy it. Yeah, and I don't think the average uh, consumer, God, me and my family being one of them, like, you know, when you do have your fish once a month or a couple of weeks, but are we really questioning what we're eating and where it, where it's from? Does Is there something we can do as just the average human being to, to change, have a better impact? Um, I guess it's just the fish coming from the large fishing industries right. and stuff. It's yeah. just overfishing, and a lot of them... Um, also the shark finning. Yes. As well. Also a lot of bycatch with yeah. right. or yeah. trawling. They have a whole lot of bycatch and it's just being more sustainable, I guess. Yeah, a more a sustainable approach. But I guess how do we know, you know? It's like we're yeah. buying our fish and there's... I mean, at least if I'm buying something organic, I've got a packet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It'll end up in the ocean. Yeah. Um, but that's, that's kind of able to let me know. But there doesn't seem to be anything amongst our fish mongers or dealers that are letting us know what we're catching. No, like at, at the fish and chip shop, most of your fish is actually shark. Right. So what they say is lemon fish, you're actually eating shark. See, I didn't know that. Yeah. You're like, oh, nice lemon fish. Right. <laughs> and so yeah. this is why we've got the trouble with the, the finning. So what is what is the problem there? Um, well, they just sort of um, put out long lines. Right. So massive long lines, which is not just catching 
sharks. Mm. And um, they put them out to catch tuna, and twenty percent of the catch would be tuna. The right. rest of it would be sharks and seals and turtles, even. So yep. it's really sad. And then they just slice the fins off and um, throw the bodies back in the water. So it's just a huge waste. Why do they shark? Why do they take the fins off? How do they cut the fins off? Um, so it's a delicacy in um, China for shark fin soup. Right. So there's a market Yeah, for there this. is a market, and it is sold in New Zealand as well. Okay. So is it best to just stop with the fish or eat a different type of fish or um, ask our fisheries? or you know? There is um, a list. I think Forest and Bird have put a list out of... Um, the good... Yeah, the more sustainable fish you can eat. And I guess the local sort of fishing... To smaller small fishing companies, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you're also supporting a local, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, our ships are all vegan, and we're vegan, yes. and that's what we sort of would that, love. That would be the ultimate ideal for everybody. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's good to have that as as a gauge. Have you ever met Paul Watson, the Sea Shepherd founder? Yeah, he actually. Um, it's been a few years now, but he came in twice on the Steve Irwin. Really? Yeah, so we've... Um, into Wellington. Into Wellington, wow. yeah. So we've been f- for dinner with him, and we just sort of sat back and let him talk. He's such an amazing right, man. Yeah. So much interesting things to say. We just sat there in awe of him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He sounds like a really influential and compelling man, just from what I can gather. Is there anything in particular that ins- has inspired you about him? I guess his his passion and um, I guess his story of he's just dedicated. Yeah, to and for a long lives. time, hasn't he? Is oh, he? Yeah, he's yep. been going on for a very long time, and his passion has never gone or anything. He's never. I mean, I guess a lot of the time um, when you don't see results, you can get mm. a bit over it. But I understand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, he's just relentless. Yeah, yeah, he really is. So, how many ships have you got now? Um, so we we have our three ships, um, our big ships that go to Antarctica. Yep. Um, we also do have a few other vessels around the world. Um, like um, we have a yacht we have just got recently called the Martin Sheen that is um, focusing on the microplastics in the ocean. Not donated by Ma- by Martin himself. Yes. Wow. And and so that's amazing. So what does the yacht do? Because that's another big issue as we brought up. Like it's either overfishing or it's the pollution. So what is the aim of the of the Martin Sheen yacht? Um, they're just sort of collecting microplastics. What right. microplastics in what area and stuff, and the effects they're having, and the pollution, the chemicals that are basically coming out of these plastics as well. Yeah. Gosh. <laughs> That's a sigh, ladies and gentlemen, because it just doesn't stop. So um, just actually tipping back, so Sam Simon, who is he named after? Who is this boat named after then? So Sam Simon, he was one of the co-creators of The Simpsons, the TV show. Right. Oh, my yeah. gosh. That's another thing every good Kiwi lash should know, <laughs> yeah. right? Where have I been? So he's the most amazing man. He was diagnosed with terminal cancer right. in 2012. He was only given a few months to live, but he's still going oh strong. Oh my gosh, right. Um, he's actually just literally given away his fortune right now to charities. And he's the most amazing man. <laughs> that is um, incredibly inspiring. That So so our, our leaders or our influential people are actually so seeing the need for their money to be put to better use. They're just... 
handing it over. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow, that's incredible. Sea Shepherd is uh, basically an all-volunteer workforce practically. Yeah. How does Sea Shepherd raise its its money then? We run off donations. Um, we have some big don- donors, obviously, like right. um, Sam Simon and Steve Irwin, big, like Bridget Bardot, Bob Barker. The, our ships are named after them. Yeah. Um, Go Bridget. My mum just loved Bridget Bardot all oh. her life. She oh, grew yeah. up with the blonde bombshell. <laughs> yeah. So that's, yeah, she's been an awesome animal rights campaigner. Yeah, she yeah. brought sort of the Canadian seal slaughter to light. Legend. Yeah. Good honour. You do a relentless job every month making sure there's a good beach clean-up at Evans Bay. But you're finding some amazing things. Yeah. Where is it coming from? Evans Bay is acting like a filter for the whole harbour, I think, which... In a way, it's a good thing. Obviously, it's not heading out to sea. Yes. Okay, yeah. But it's still, we need to stop it from getting there in the first place. Yeah. A few things are people are dumping there and fishermen are dropping their bait bags and stuff. But a lot of it's coming sort of rubbish from town that are coming through the drains. Right. And um, also, So it's just finding its way in. So yeah. e- even if we're not throwing it away deliberately, it's, it's wind or... Yeah. Well, obviously, we have a huge <coughs> problem with the wind yeah. and the rubbish flying around. So it's sort of ending up there. And also um, noodles. Right, yes. Yeah, so these are little beads of plastic that are... Um, plastic companies order, order them in and melt them down and make plastic bottles and like buttons and glad wrap so th- these are actually on our beaches and they haven't actually been anything yet right um there'll be billions yeah billions on evans bay beach and so how how are they getting there if they haven't even got to the to the being the product yeah as plastic companies are um just not being careful there's right we've been watching them and, and watching them sort of just with their forklifts with holes in it dumping right. it on the road and just drains right next to them this is very disturbing, and I must say I was very disturbed by that Wellingtonian <clears throat> article that Finn yeah. found and you know, did. And um, So what? who are the plastic companies? Um, Do we know who they are? Yes, we have been watching them, and mm. we have videotaped them. Um, the, we have the council are going out right. and talking to them, and hopefully we'll find them and stop them from, I guess, just inconsiderately dumping them. Yes, it's yeah. very, 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 very inconsiderate. That's being rather polite, I think. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Recently there was a truck that went from Poirot all the way to Lyle Bay with a hole in the bag, dumping it, like lots of it, all, all over the, the way. Road. It looked like snow. <laughs> it's not even funny. But at least <clears throat> the, we got onto the council, I reckon, right. straight away. And yep. they were out there in like 10 minutes, and they swept the road four times around the okay. Bay. Yeah. And that was what we had seen. We didn't know that no. they'd gone all the way from Poirot Road. Right, we that it was, it was from, a trail. Yeah, we found out from stories later on that it was all the way out Okay, there. okay. So the council are being proactive at looking at this and getting it to stop. Yeah, yeah, they... Um, um, Sarah Free, one of the regional councils, yes. she's um, actually comes along to our beach cleanups. Great. Yeah, and she's she's very into stopping the noodles on the beaches. She's taken samples and she's visiting the plastic companies along with David Lee. That's great. So, if people did want to get involved with Sea Shepherd from Wellington, um, how, what kind of thing might they be be up for? We have a lot of people that just come to our beach cleanups right. and help clean up our beaches, and we have our volunteers. So we do stalls. 
yes. around town. And obviously, when the ships come in, we do everything they ask. Yep, yep. <laughs> a whole lot of promoting. Yeah, yeah, good, good. Yeah, so we just have a few volunteers that help us out, and they've, they've been amazing. Yeah. Yeah. That's fantastic. And so if people do are inspired and they do want to get involved with Sea Shepherd, should they contact you? Yeah, they can just contact me, and um, we can sign them up to our beach cleanup contacts or to be a volunteer. That's great. Okay, excellent. So did you hear that, ladies and gentlemen? Mandy's here, and you can uh, contact her to become one of the, the Sea Shepherd crew. And now also we've got a big event that's quite yeah. exciting. <laughs> Not a big event, a massive it's event. Huge. <laughs> yeah. huge for us. Huge, First time yeah. yeah. <laughs> Coming up at Bodega. And so what's going on there, Mandy and Michael? Come on, let's roll it out. You've got some yeah. big names. Yes, yeah, this is our Antarctic fundraiser yeah. and this is the first time in Wellington so we're pretty stoked to have it here. That's great, yeah. I know and you've got some wonderful artists. Yeah, we have singing, we have um, Jamie McDowell um, Holly Smith and Machuti Hooky. Great. Yeah, we have an MC who's a comedian, James Nakise. Yay, go James, he's yeah. very very funny. He's a lovely guy. Yeah. And we have um, some speakers, so we have J- um, Peter Young who was the director of The Last Ocean. Yes, that was quite fascinating yeah, I'd love to hear him. Our very own Peter Hammerstead, the captain of the Bob Barker. So how come Peter's here as well as the Sam Simon captain? Um, they both here? Yeah, they wow. will both be here and so the crew will be coming along yeah, Peter does the sort of the tour right. for the Antarctic fundraising. Right. Yeah. Good on Peter. He's yeah. good. So now and Peter's been with Sea Shepherd, he's been doing a lot of the, the trips to the Antarctic for a very long time. Yeah, yeah. It, since he was young he was sort of a helper out of deckhand and then became the captain. The captain. Yeah. Wow. Amazing man. He I bet is. he's seen a few things too. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Okay, and so if you want to get tickets, there's the seashepherdfundraiser.org.nz. Yep, they're on um, Event Finder as well, and we also have tickets down at the ship. Great, um, okay. Yeah, so you can come, come to us and grab a ticket. That's awesome. Okay, did you hear that, ladies and gentlemen? No sitting around this Saturday night. You yeah. get down to Bodega, and there's also going to be an auction, a silent auction. Yeah, yep. Yep. we've got some great stuff yeah. already for the... Yeah, auction. We've got like the seal tours and to Capity Island. Yeah, I saw that one. Yeah, I saw that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, so, if you could say one thing to the people about what you do or, or an action they could change or a thought that they could have, have you got anything that's coming up strongly for you that you'd like to share? I guess just when you buy something, just think where it ends up. I mean, yeah. try reduce your plastic. Yeah. Just. So much stuff's in the ocean, and it doesn't need to be. And so if you stop buying plastic at the source, yeah, won't end up in the ocean. Because normally your products, there's more plastic than there is product. Yeah. And there's so many products out there that are using paper and stuff that you can can avoid it easily enough. Yeah. So that's another good reason, even though it's quite funny, there's always a lot of argument around the paper plastic, isn't there? But I'm like, I'm not convinced that plastic's ever going to be better. No. Well, it just (laughs) it doesn't biodegrade, it just gets smaller and smaller. And obviously people have seen the trash islands in the middle of the ocean and they're just like gelatin because the plastic's just broken down. Well, 
it makes me feel really sad but also really hopeful at the same time because the Sea Shepherd is doing such an incredible job and helping bring most of all our awareness around to, to how we're treating our oceans and what is in our oceans. So on behalf of Wellington, Mandy and Michael, thank you so much for being our Sea Shepherd crew on the ground in Welly and thanks for coming in today. Awesome, thank awesome. you for having thank us. Thank you so much.